Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. You are joining me for the February Love Series. Today we're talking about marriage. Welcome to another fabulous interview on the podcast, friends. I have Tommy on the podcast today. He is a private wealth advisor for Goldman Sachs, and he is super passionate about marriage and continuing to date your spouse. His conversation is really inspiring, and my marriage has been blessed by this conversation. I thought about making a separate episode about things I wish my husband knew, but I thought I'd just share it here because Tommy's conversation, our conversation, really inspired me to journal and think about this and think about all the reasons I love my husband. Because how often, friends, do we think about the things that need to be worked on? And how often do we think about the things that are going wonderfully? Let's focus on the things that are going wonderfully and build our husbands up. And that's why I'm going to share this list with you. 10 things I wish my husband knew. And I'm going to start telling him these more often, at least once a day. And I encourage you to make your own list and start telling your husband these things as well. If there are any husbands listening, you can make a similar list for your wives. Okay, here we go. Things I wish my husband knew. Number one, I respect him. Number two, I want him to be our spiritual leader, even though I often take charge. Number three, I want to spend time with him. Number four, sometimes I'm on my phone because I just need to zone out after momming all day. Number five, our physical intimacy is important and special to me. Number six, I see how hard he works and I don't take it for granted. Number seven, I love having fun together. Number eight, he is a great husband and father. Number nine, I prayed for this life we now have together. And number 10, his support and encouragement means the world to me. Okay, go make a similar list, friends. And now we are going to dive into the wonderful conversation I had with Tommy. Enjoy. Okay, I have Tommy on the podcast today. I'm so excited for you all to hear from a man of God about a really important topic Welcome to the podcast, Tommy. How's it going? Good to be here. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, you're so welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And before we dive into today's content, can you briefly introduce yourself and share your top five passions in life? Sure. Hey everyone, my name is Tommy. I am 27 years old and I'm married to a beautiful woman named Olivia. Um, We have an eight-month-old daughter. Her name is Harper. And um, professionally, I'm a private wealth advisor. Uh, Top five passions. That's a good question. Um, So (laughs) I guess if I had to boil it down to five things, I'd probably say that my number one is my Catholic faith. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I love the, the rich history of the Catholic faith and I like defending its traditional teachings. Um, Number two would be my family, my wife, my daughter, parents, siblings. Uh, We're a pretty tight-knit family. Number three, I think I'd have to say America. I am a big big fan of America. I'm very patriotic. I love this country, and I love uh, everything that uh, America stands for. Um, Number four, I'd say anything country western i love country music cowboy boots horses um any anything in that realm and then let's see my last 
would probably be just anything outdoors. I'm a big outdoors guy. I like camping. I like boating of any sort, lakes, rivers, water. Um, I like being in the outdoors. So that's, those are my top five. Cool. Thanks. That's awesome. Um, so what are you going to talk about today and why is this such an important topic? Yeah. So, um, in, in talking to Stephanie, you know, we had decided this might be a good, uh, topic to touch on. So we're going to talk a little bit today about dating your spouse. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think this is super, super important for any happy marriage. Um, I think it also tends to be a little bit misunderstood sometimes. Um, and so when you think back on your dating days, everyone had this, you know, those first early weeks, months, years where, uh, you're getting to know your boyfriend or girlfriend and you'll do anything to impress them, um, Mm -hmm. splurge on a fancy dinner, drive two hours, both ways to see them long phone calls. Um, you know, there were, there was kind of this, this, uh, optimism and, you know, do anything approach that you bring when you're, when you're first starting, uh, to date someone and then you get married and, um, suddenly, you know, you're, you're in this relationship, maybe kids start coming along, uh, and their, their needs kind of become front and center. And I think it becomes very easy for spouses to lose sight of that original, you know, decision that you made, that feeling you had when you, when you first started dating. Um, and so I'll give you an example. I, I think that w- when I said it, it tends to be misunderstood. I think that when people hear you got to keep dating your spouse, they often jump to this, got to have a, you know, once a week appointment on the calendar or, or once mm-hmm. a month, you know, dinner out, or we've got to take a mini vacation every couple months. And I think some of those things can be good. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that later and how I advocate for that. But I think, um, you know, it's the day in and day out small gestures mm-hmm. and continuing to be flirtatious with your spouse and uh, demonstrating love in small ways that actually kind of does the bulk of the work. And uh, I'll give you an example. So one thing that I like to do for my wife, Olivia, is I like to bring her flowers. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's no set schedule to this. There's no, she expects it once a month or she expects it once a week or, uh, you know, it's just completely random. I try to pick the most random times to do it. And, you know, it's it's not a big expense. It's nothing crazy. She knows exactly where I get them, Trader Joe's. (laughs) She yes. knows she knows exactly how much they cost three ninety nine because it says it on the the bundle of flowers when I give it to her, um, mm-hmm. but you know it's really more the gesture and it's the surprise factor and it's me walking in the door after a long day of work with with a bouquet of flowers <clears throat> that I think um, you know continues to demonstrate to her that I'm dating her I'm trying to win her affection and um, I believe that those are the kind of things that we can never stop doing uh, if we want to keep the, the marriage fresh and fun and exciting and, and, and good. I love that. Um, I hope that a lot of husbands can listen to this episode because, you know, so important. I love what you said about small gestures Um, And that surprise factor, winning your wife's affection, that's really powerful stuff. And that is the stuff good marriages are made of. And I do think that definitely those small things you do, of course, trips are great. Date nights are great, like you said, but those small gestures, they really add up. I, I totally agree with that. And so it actually, that perfectly leads into my next question. 
which is what do you want other husbands to know? What would you tell them? Yeah, so I would say, you know, I think, um, and I've done a lot of reading on this subject. I think it's really fascinating, but it's important to understand what uh, is important to your spouse. And so it's important for girls to understand what what motivates guys and guys to understand what motivates girls. And, um, you know, from my relationship with my wife and uh, growing up around a lot of, um, you know, my mom being a great example and and my sisters and sisters-in-laws, I believe that, um, you know, your wife genuinely wants security and reassurance um, and, and us doing little things day in and day out to uh, reassure them and provide security goes a long way towards, uh, you know, continually showing them that we love them. So, um, you know, I always tell people when you walk in the door after work, you give a big hug, a big, long squeeze hug, an extra long smooch. Um, you know, I like to call my wife uh, typically every day during the work day around lunchtime or so. And part of that is just that I genuinely want a little break from work and I really enjoy talking to her. Uh, but I think those, those regular check-ins uh, are important just to remind them, you know, that, that we're here, we're present. Um, I think, uh, you know, gratitude is really important, demonstrating and, and telling your spouse that you're very appreciative of all of the work that they do. And, and uh, you know, my wife is an incredible mom. And I think that, you know, I always try to tell her my job at work is, is what I have to do so that you can do your job, which is uh, much more important, but really forming and, and raising our daughter and, and future kids that we'll have. Um, you know, I think that, again, this is kind of the message to the guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. If money is a concern um, in terms of, you know, continuing to date your spouse, I would just say, whatever you have to do, budget some amount of money, whether it's 30 bucks a month or whatever, and, and try to set aside some amount of time where you can get away from the kids, be alone, um, you know, go out to dinner, go out to coffee, whatever it is, go watch a movie. I do do think, uh, aside from the small things, I think getting out of the house and really just having a date is something that you'll never regret. Um, you know, in 15 years, 20 years, when you, uh, are more, more comfortable financially and, um, money's not as much of an issue or whatever, like you're never going to regret those 12 times a year where you and your spouse got to laugh and have a date night and, uh, you know, eat at a restaurant or whatever it is. It's not about the restaurant. It's, you can, you can put the kids to bed and you can, um, you know, make a meal at home and, and that can be a date too. But, um, you know, really try to prioritize that because I think that that time is something that is invaluable. Um, the last thing that I just had for guys is I think that guys today are, uh, weenies when it comes to being uh, a leader in their household, specifically Mm -hmm. spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, this is where guys can do a lot of work on, uh, setting the tone for their family. Um, you know, something that's really important to our family is praying. Uh, and I think that we've, you know, really dramatically increased our daily prayer and, and our devotion. And one of the, one of the things that, uh, I've tried to do is set the tone for that. So whether it's um, praying a daily rosary or uh, just, you know, a few minutes before bed, um, it's, it, it takes both parties. It takes, you know, maybe the husband pushing to, to get on board, to, to start doing it, but it also takes the, the spouse um, 
agreeing to it and, and staying motivated and staying committed. Um, and so there, there's a lot that you can do. There's a lot of good that can come from being a spiritual leader in your house. And um, so those are the things I would say to the guys. I love that. Wow. Yes, that's really powerful. Um, I totally connect with, you know, being a spiritual leader. Um, you know, my husband and I talk about that a lot. Uh, man, that's a really important topic. Um, and so what would you say to the women who are listening and maybe, you know, you're passionate about this. You're totally on fire about being a spiritual leader. I love to hear that. And a lot of friends I talk to, particularly moms, um, say that they wish their husband would be more of a spiritual leader and they're kind of tired of always taking the lead and how do they encourage them without kind of nagging and saying, oh, you're not being a leader, you know, because I would assume that that is not the way to talk to your spouse. Um, and it probably wouldn't be helpful for, for men mm-hmm. to hear that from their wife. Um, so what, what would you say to the moms that, that talk to me and tell me, hey, how do I encourage my husband to spiritually lead our, spiritually lead our family? And these are husbands who are strong Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that you are thinking about it the right way. Um, it's so one of the things I was thinking about in prepping for this was that, you know, we talked a little bit about what's important uh, from the girl perspective of security and reassurance, things like that. From the guy perspective, a lot of what's important is um, kind of uh, respect, appreciation, mm-hmm. um, you know, knowing that their wife is a fan of them, knowing that their wife looks up to them and, and views them as that, that leader in the household. And so I do think, I do agree with your point that it, it is tough for, uh, for a wife if she, you know, is forced to be that spiritual leader because the husband is lacking to not come off as naggy or, or, um, you know, kind of putting it on him when he's not necessarily there. And mm-hmm. I, I think this is where, um, the way I think you most effectively, effectively approach this is by not so much trying to take charge and be, you know, replace your husband, but by setting a good example to him to the point where, uh, you know, you're doing your prayers, you are praying for the family. He sees you, um, you know, in church every Sunday, obviously sees you praying at night with the kids. And I think that over time, uh, you know, a good strong man would see that and feel kind of pathetic if he's not at least helping or taking taking charge there. Um, and so, again, I guess it, it can be tough. I, I agree. It's not great to just go up and say, hey, you're lacking in this area. And I mm-hmm. think it's <laughs> like <laughs> you got to step it up like he might. Uh, and that's the message he needs to hear. I just saying strategically. Yeah. He might not respond to that versus yeah, maybe get defensive. Right. Um, might get defensive. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus if he sees that you are, you know, being faithful and day in and day out doing that. Uh, I think over time that example speaks louder than anything else. And, you know, just from my perspective as a guy, I would feel ashamed if I wasn't, uh, you know, stepping up at that point. Okay, that's super helpful. And I think that's going to be definitely helpful for our listeners. So thank you for that. And, um, you know, our listeners are mostly women, specifically moms. Um, And so 
what do you want them to know about their husbands? So, you know, us women, we're always trying to figure our husbands out, get inside their mind, um, ask them what they're thinking. Sometimes they say nothing, which is a really hard response for us. Um, but in terms of dating and romance, if we could kind of get in their head, since we have you on here, a guy, um, what do you, what do you want these wives to know about their husbands? Yeah. So I, I wrote down three things. I think that husbands want to be respected. They want to be appreciated and they want to be loved. And so, um, you know, if you think back again to when you're first starting to date someone, um, there's a lot of flirtation, there's a lot of complimenting, there is a lot of, um, you know, you're really awesome. You're mm -hmm. uh, crushing it in your job. You are so popular with your friends. You are this and that. And, um, you know, that makes a guy feel really good when their wife or girlfriend, in the, in the case of dating, uh, you know, really looks, looks up to them and thinks they're, uh, they're the man, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what every guy wants to, they want a girl that, uh, uh, you know, is head over heels for them. And, and that mm -hmm. can sound kind of girly, right? But uh, it's it works both ways. You know, a, mm -hmm. a girl wants to be head over heels for a guy and a guy wants a girl that's head over heels for him. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, there are a lot of poor relationships today where uh, a husband comes home from work and, you know, right away he is, um, you know, uh, thrown into the throngs of uh, child care and fix the leaky toilet and all these different things, which is fine. Like those are responsibilities of a husband. Uh, but it kind of goes back to my thing about, you know, when I get home from work, I try to give my wife a big kiss and a hug and, and demonstrate to her from the minute I get home that she is the priority, even over the kids. I go to her first. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that similarly something that my wife does really well and I would encourage other wives to do is, you know, my wife uh, thanks me for being at work. She thanks me for uh, getting up early in the morning and putting in long hours and uh, providing for our family. And that type of uh, respect and appreciation uh, actually make, draws me much more close to her and, and makes me more attracted to her because I feel like I'm fulfilling my duty as a man uh, and as a husband to be working hard and providing for her. Um, and so, yeah, I would just say, you know, to keep going, trying to bring this back to dating and romance, I guess, in terms of romance, uh, those, those words of appreciation and respect go a long way. Uh, but I would also say just as, you know, a girl wants her husband to surprise her and be spontaneous and flirty guys love that stuff too. Um, mm -hmm. when a guy is, uh, you know, tired after a long day or uh, on the weekend when, you know, you've been through a long work week or whatever, like a guy would love to have his wife um, grab his hand or, or kiss him or, uh, you know, be flirtatious. That's, that's why we fall in love in the first place is that we are attracted to each other and we're fl flirtatious and, and those types of things. Um, I think, you know, in the confines of, busy schedules and kids and all this different stuff can often fall by the wayside. So I would challenge women to, uh, you know, and then if I was speaking to an all guys audience, I would challenge them similarly, but, you know, be flirtatious with your spouse. That's the end of part one, but part two is ready for you. Bye for now.